Welcome to the Imbibe Live Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We will offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at imbibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you are here. Hello, welcome to InVibe Life Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. Um, we are excited to be here, but we're having a frustrating day. Yes. <laughs> and we decided we would come on and talk about it a little bit. So yes. Cheryl, kind of, what's on our mind? Let's tell everyone what's on our mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I part of the reason why Amy and I decided to come on and talk about how we're feeling is because we don't think that we're the only ones in this. We think it's an energetic thing that's going on on a much broader scale that we're all kind of dealing with. And that is the anxiety, the stress, the feeling that's happening. We think it's coming out of COVID and the overpacking of the schedules, our schedules, the kids' schedules, life. It's it's like we went from zero miles per hour to 110. Yeah. Which we might have been going at this pace pre-COVID, but now after COVID and the transition, whether that's internal, external, it's not comfortable anymore to run at this pace or Mm -hmm. run at this speed. And we're feeling that and it's creating um, stress, anxiety, you know, just this internal physical uncomfortableness. And I think we're, we want to address it. We want to talk about it. So let's talk about being overscheduled or multitasking in general. So mm-hmm. let's just start there and take COVID out of the picture. Mm-hmm. I almost think it's a disease being overscheduled or multitasking. And I say this as an uber multitasker. Like mm-hmm. I seriously have the ability to organize everything, put it on a schedule, line it up, get it all in a row and say, what do you need me to handle? I can handle it. If you can't get it done, give it to me. I'll get it done. I can figure it out. Bam, bam, bam. What else do I need to do? But just because I'm able to do that, something I'm really working on now is is it doesn't mean it's good for me too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean I ought to be doing it. And you know, that that's kind of the benefit of kind of hitting a certain age in your life too. You really do start seeing the effects of running like that in your health, wellness, and even just happiness in your relationships and everything else, or, you know, even multitasking. And I know that's a pet peeve of yours. It's a pet peeve of mine. And this has been since before COVID. Before COVID, yeah. Before COVID. I had someone, I was writing an email, someone came in to my office and was, and just started firing me with questions and comments and I kind of, I must have taken a deep breath and paused and looked at him and she's like, I'm just going to keep going because you're a mom, you can multitask and you can write that email and talk to me at the same time. And I kind of paused and I looked at him and I said, you know, I probably can do it, but I don't want to do it. I don't want, I want, if you're talking to me, I want to give you my attention. And if I'm writing this email, I want to give it my attention. So I can do it. But is the quality there or the feeling or the intention that needs to be there when we're dealing with other people or dealing with things that matter to us? 
you know? So I think the first thing we need to do, and this was part of the COVID reset, ask, what do I really want? Who do I really want to be? And then have your life reflect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I think you and I would both say we like a lot of intentionality mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. Part of that is resisting the urge to overschedule. Or, you know, we talked about this before in our boundaries episode, always saying yes. And it, it's hard to say it's no hard sometimes. To say no. Sometimes it's hard to say no because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to say no because you think, well, Maybe that's a possibility for another income source for me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't want to say no because you really want to do something. It sounds like a lot of fun and you don't want to miss out. Even when it's, you know, great reasons to say yes, sometimes you need to, I think, look at the landscape and realize you have to balance it somehow and you have to pick and choose. And I mean, it's difficult. And I do think getting back to the COVID thing now, I feel like what I'm seeing a lot is that everyone had to shut everything down. Yeah. Right. And so now everything's coming back and it's almost coming back with a vengeance or full mm-hmm. force, whether it's social calendar or work scheduling or, okay, I was able to see what I really want my business to be doing. So let me, now that I can, let me start effectuating those plans. Everyone is kind of going in those directions now. And I just, I feel like we're bursting at the seams energetically somehow. And there's also this feeling of, oh my goodness, I was shut down for so long, not making any money. So now I should work like a dog to make up for that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that, which is if you keep peeling back the layers, this is what I often try and do when things make me upset or uncomfortable or, you know, I try and peel back layers of the feeling. And why do I have that feeling? You know, why does this bother me? Or why do I feel the need to say yes to everything? Mm -hmm. Or why do, and part of it is for me personally, I'm just going to spill some of my dirty laundry here. There's this desire to, um, feel like I can do it all Mm -hmm. because it's, it's like, I don't, maybe I'm not, I'll have to come back to that thought, but it's like, and maybe it's, you know, I don't know, this is not very clear, but it's like this, you have to do it. You can do it all because you can, you can't, right. You can do it all. So you Mm -hmm. should do it all. And you are a mother's and, and you, you have to do this and you can do this and you can do that. And there's guilt behind things that you say no to. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's that. And I'm like, why do I feel like I have to do it all? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you, you know, why is it not okay to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't know. That's maybe I'm just not being very clear, but no, I think, I um, so, I mean, here's another angle to that probably getting off track, but Mm -hmm. here we go. Mm -hmm. I I know for my husband and myself, something we've really had to work on in parenting is not doing things for our children because, well, I know I can just go do that in five minutes and having them do it or teaching them to do it might take an hour and I don't have an hour. And, and I think and that's for, an exaggeration, but but for busy parents, I think we do that. And business owners, business you owners know, do the same if, thing. If it can be like, done efficiently, I can just do it. So let me stop and do it. But yeah. then the problem is, you're never creating the skills in other people to take things off 
your plate, Mm -hmm. but, or giving them the benefit of knowing what they're capable of doing. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that really Mm -hmm. had anything to do with our COVID conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, it's true. I think think it's one of the reasons we overschedule or take things on Mm -hmm. and feel guilty when we don't take things on. Mm -hmm. But that's a very valid, true feeling. Mm -hmm. I know that I've had this conversation um, with my other friend, Stacy that I talk about often Mm -hmm. on this podcast, is that we end up doing things for our kids all the time because it's easier, it's quicker, and it can get done. But we're doing a little bit of an injustice. Yeah. For them. So it's often I have to sit back and be okay with something not being right or perfect or, and I also had to do that with some of the, my employees is to be like, okay, maybe it's not done the way I would have done it, but it is done. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, it's getting done and nobody knows that in my mind I would have done it ABC and instead they did it CBA still same outcome all mm-hmm. three items are there and done it's just not done the way I would have done it and it's done okay and the customer is just as pleased you know that's a yeah. that's something I've had to learn mm-hmm. as a business owner um as a parent and also as a co-parent to sometimes not get aggravated with my husband because he handled an incident different than I would have handled it. Mm -hmm. So I'll sit back and kind of judge him and the way he's saying it, doing it or that. And I often have to say in my head, you know, there is value in the way he parents that they're learning too. Like it's, it's good for them to learn this, to handle things from a different perspective. Cause I tend to, sugarcoat it, be real sweet, handle things calmly with my parent, with my children, where Steven, sometimes if he gets really aggravated, he's going to raise his voice. Mm -hmm. It's going to not be as sweet and pleasant, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, maybe they'll run me over a little bit more than they'll run him over. Like if he gets mad, everybody listens. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't get as mad very often, you know, so, or as often. So, um, there's value in things being different than the way I would do them. I have to tell myself that when things are being handled, not the way I would do it. Does that make sense? Or does that it ever does happen make to you? Sense. Oh, all the time. You know, yeah, that happens to me. Mm-hmm. I gave up a little control with the third kid. I will say third kid was the game changer yeah. for me. I had to give up a lot because you can't handle it all. It, it, it was really a difference. Uh-huh. Really, really. That you were was outnumbered. A, going from two to three to me was a bigger difference than going from one to two. Yeah. Well, you're outnumbered. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big deal too. Like we are just with two. So it's easy to kind of divide and conquer with the mm-hmm. schedule. But when you add another, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Yeah. You know, it changes it was everything. Difficult, and they all need different things at different times and different things from each of us. So I don't know. We don't have that. We definitely no, don't have, we don't have figure that it out. figured out. But let's get back to the overscheduling mm-hmm. topic. Because I feel like we're even seeing it in our InVibe Life business. Mm-hmm. That we are seeing a lot of schedule changes and cancellations. Where it almost feels like, yeah, people came out of the gate overbooked themselves maybe. And now we're having to face that reality of, wow. And and I've heard a lot of, um, I'm sick and I believe people really are sick, but I wonder if people are, you know, wearing themselves ragged. Ways like we've talked about before or what's happening there. 
And it's just, um, it's confusing and it's hard and it's hard on the other end too, because it's hard to run your business when you're trying to schedule your family and your business and everything else. And then you keep having changes happen or Mm -hmm. cancellations Mm -hmm. and, oh, well, can I rebook? Can I redo? Mm -hmm. And of course you want to be kind and compassionate and say, well, of course, if you need to do that, you do it. But then I know Cheryl and I are sometimes left like, well, okay, what do we do? How do we, how do we handle this now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, and maybe it would have been like this before COVID. I know we weren't facing this during COVID. During COVID, people were so laser focused on what they were doing, I feel like, and maybe taking a different pace of life Mm -hmm. so that when they did um, commit to something, we hardly ever had a cancellation or a reschedule. I know. And now we get a lot. Now we get a ton. It's interesting. This is going to be pretty drastic, but sometimes when I get super stressed... And I say a lot of things in my head, and I think we mm-hmm. all do say a lot of things in our head that we wouldn't say normally. Uh-huh. But yesterday, you know, so my other business was shut down during COVID. So in order to get it back up and going, is a good thing that it's busy and going and doing. But when it's overbooked, it's not mm-hmm. a good thing, right, for me personally. So that's hard to say that when you're trying to make up for lost Lost time, lost mm-hmm. income, that kind of stuff. And you value your clients. And you value, oh, you love them. I, I know you do. I love mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like it. And I, and um, I it brings me joy to have that one-on-one time with people. Mm-hmm. I just because it's so um, you can see it in my face. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I, I sparkle with it because when do we ever get that? Mm-hmm. We hardly get it with our children or our family. So it's nice to have that. And I have great clients, um, but. When I got this, oh, isn't it great to be busy kind of thing? This is what I'm saying is going to be shocking. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, it brings me so much stress. And I truly believe stress killed my brother. So Uh no, I don't want to go there. Mm. You know, and I know that's drastic. And I didn't Mm -hmm. say it verbally. I've never said it verbally. Mm -hmm. But uh, so it's kind of crazy that I'm putting it out on the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, he, he had a massive heart attack. Well, it's a trigger for you. It's a you trigger. You just uncovered a trigger for it's you. It's a major and trigger. Why? Yeah. yeah, this stress of too busy, too much, you know, and that's what's stressing me today. There are other things that can stress you, you know, but um, it is definitely, it's a big trigger. You know, it's that I know stress and I knew stress was not good for our bodies prior to his passing, mm-hmm. but that was like, if I'm going to learn something from this, that's going to be one thing. We're not going to live our lives like that. We're going to, and I'm not even saying that he, he lived his life. Like I'm not judging his life. I just know that he wasn't a smoker and he wasn't a drinker and he had a massive heart attack and mm-hmm. he wasn't even really that overweight. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally believe that there was it was stressed induced. He was a business owner, mm-hmm. you know, and as Amy and I both know, when you own your own business, there's a little bit level of stress there, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's harder than if you're not a business owner, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I work really hard and it's why we started in vibe life and mm-hmm. I changed my life completely. I work really hard to, um, control the level of internal stress that I'm creating on my own. Like nobody else is giving me the stress. I'm creating it myself by the story in my head. I've never said that either, but that's true. <laughs> but it is true. Mm-hmm. Like we, the anguish um, and despair is brought on ourselves. 
And I'm not saying that you can't have those feelings. They're very valid feelings, but the level that you let them affect it, affect you is completely your own choice, you know? And, um, that's a hard pill to swallow some days mm-hmm. to know that like, uh, oh, this is making me mad. Something somebody else did, but it's my choice to be mad about it all day. I don't have to be mad about it all day. Yes, it could have triggered you, but you can, you can let it go. And it doesn't mean that your feelings aren't valid. That it doesn't mean there's not something you need to do about it or say about it, but to continue to have anguish about it or despair or stress about it is my choice, not Mm -hmm. what somebody else did. Well, because at its heart, just talking about triggers, any trigger that comes up is your lesson. Yes. It's not the other person's fault or this, that, or the other. It's just a reflection to you Mm -hmm. of something you need to examine Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I've known that, but it doesn't make it easy Mm -hmm. to, um, to peel back those layers and figure out why is it a trigger or, you know, why does it keep triggering me every day? You know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. If it's one of those, or you think it's gone away and then all of a sudden six months later, it's back, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, or to not feel guilty that you have these feelings. Why, why, why should you feel that way? This and this and this, you know, there's that that goes with it as well, but that's another trigger. Guilt is also a trigger. Well, let's talk about now why we overschedule. Mm. I'm because what's coming up to me is it, it probably comes out of some sort of void or fear. I think so. I mean, I know at times for me, just mm-hmm. looking back in my life, when I've been super overscheduled, it's been, um, maybe I didn't love my life when I was still. So if I kept constant motion, I just, yeah, it was like any other drug. I just yeah. kept busy. And it just kept me going. And well, then I don't have to deal with that other stuff. If I'm going, 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 it could be, like you said, a fear of your financial stability and family stability. Like Mm -hmm. I better do this because this is what puts food on the table. If I don't hunt and gather now and winter comes, Mm -hmm. then what am Mm -hmm. I going to do? You know, that, that kind of primal instinct big right now, because all of us sit there like, what if we shut down again? Uh huh. Cause now we've all lived through that. That it's reality that your income can be taken away from you overnight. But it's putting you back in that fight or flight thing. I know. That's what's happening. Yes. People are in fight or flight right now. Mm-hmm. And the fight is, mm-hmm. I will then just schedule, 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 schedule. Mm-hmm. But then every once in a while, they get pushed to the point where they have to flee. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I have to, I have mm-hmm. to. Because we saw during COVID what it was like to maintain Still. that level of homeostasis, maybe that's the word or calm or balance, equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, once you know what that's like, your body wants, don't you think your body craves that more? Yeah. And I mean, I know a new people, I know you like constant activity. My husband, Lord knows, likes, doesn't like to sit still very long. I mean, cause he just like a zest for doing things, but that doesn't mean we don't need some level of rest and reset and recharge. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you know, I'm the opposite. I like a ton of calm and then my moments of activity, you know, mm-hmm. where a lot of people are 
tons of activity and moments of calm and different ways to balance it. And yeah. I know that, but I think what we all learned or everyone learned as one of the lessons of the pandemic was the benefits you can receive from those resets, even when they were forced and hard for people at first, then I feel like a lot of people went, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I have discovered about myself? Like, yes, I'm a mover and I like to go and go and go, but I need moments of quiet mm -hmm. during the day and quiet to me can be at home doing laundry or whatever I need to do, but no TV, no music, mm -hmm. no people talking. Yeah. And that, that's that, true. And that's I said you like a me. lot of stuff, but you don't like a lot of stimuli. I don't like a lot of stimuli. Mm -hmm. Like I, like my husband loves for his final records to be playing and going where I can't, um, I like, Ooh, can we turn, turn the music off? Can uh -huh. we turn the TV off? Can I keep it quiet? That kind of thing. That's my, so when that gets disturbed and I don't have time during my day to be quiet or be in a quiet space, then my brain starts to get anxious and not in a good way. It starts to feel overbooked, overstressed, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. When I don't get any quiet, you know? So let's get some strategies because especially, and I think this is going to be airing right as we're entering the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, I always think Halloween through New Year's is my holiday season, maybe because my birthday falls right there too. But really, the intense holiday season is Thanksgiving through the new year. Um, things are shut down. Businesses are adjusting their schedules. And so we're trying to fit more into less, less work days. Yes. And I think that's why you and I in our business are probably seeing this pop up. Even more now, people are having to adjust and readjust their schedules to account for trying to take some time off. I mean, I think the first thing is maybe just step back for a minute and give yourself permission to crave that calm mm -hmm. and energy mm -hmm. of quiet mm -hmm. and um, reset. I think with that is observing what feeds that quiet peace that we all mm -hmm. found that we love observe what you need to fill that. Cause like what you need could be different. It's like what Amy needs versus what I need is different, mm -hmm. but we know what it is that we need to be quiet mm -hmm. and don't feel guilty for taking it. Mm -hmm. You know, be grateful that whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes, whatever you get that feeds your quiet peace of your soul, be grateful for it. And I think gratitude is a big thing to help get people out of this, you know, yeah. or at least it helps me tremendously. The tool of saying the gratitude list, list, first thing when you wake up in the morning, think of your blessings, that sort of stuff kind of helps me reset um, and just change my attitude mm -hmm. towards the day or even at night when maybe you've had a long stressful day right before you go to bed kind of replay from the time that you're in bed to the morning replay all the things that you have gratitude for and then more of those will come into yeah. your life too yeah. mm -hmm. but here's here's the one little preachy thing i will say um realize it's okay for you to say you can't make everything this holiday season but be kind and respectful to others and give them notice, whether it's a business meeting or a social occasion or whatever. Realize that all the rest of us are super over scheduled too. So 
Mm-hmm. Try to, you know, try to intentionally look at your schedule now mm-hmm. and say, what do I really need to do or adjust and make those adjustments, give people plenty of notice. And it's okay to say, I just have too much that week. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't make it. Mm-hmm. I think most people will understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think so too, but it's hard, okay. you yeah. know, but it is. So I hope everyone enjoys their holidays. Yes. And really find that time with family and friends that some of us missed last year and hopefully are able to enjoy this year. Um, Treasure it. Mm -hmm. Because when we didn't have it, we realize now how much we missed it. And um, I don't know, I've been having a lot of fun lately seeing friends and getting out a little more. I hope everyone else is too. But realize you need the balance there as well. Definitely. So happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. And thank you for joining us. Make sure you go to InviveLife.com and check us out. Leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening. listening. Mm -hmm. We really, really appreciate it. And we also appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining our conversation today. For more information or to learn more about InVibe Life, we hope you'll visit us at www.invibelife.com. You can find links and show notes for this episode on our podcast page. Please like, follow, and leave a review for our podcast. We hope that you will listen again soon.